Hi, everybody. This is Courtney Drake McDonough with RealFoodTraveler.com. I'm the owner and managing editor, and we're here for another Real Food Traveler podcast. And today I am with Mike Brennanstuhl, who is the owner of Dorer Artisan Cheese Company in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin. And I had the great opportunity last fall, I believe it was, to go to Door County. And you'll see that we have a couple of really wonderful articles on the website about Door County. But one of the stops on my visit was to Door Artisan Cheese Company. And I was so struck by not only the place, but also by Mike's story and his background. And as I've said to him, I was on the brink of of taking over ownership of Real Food Traveler right when I'm meeting this man who just a year or so before took on this brand new business and brand new building, which you'll hear more about. And neither one of us is in our 20s, I'll say, or maybe even 30s, but we won't go beyond that. And so here I was taking on this big thing a little later in life, and he was taking on this big thing a little later in life, and I felt a real connection to him. And I just felt like his story was so compelling that I wanted to bring it to all of our readers and our podcast listeners. So that's why we are here today with Mike. So Mike, let's let's start out and just let you, in case I butchered this pronunciation of your last name, have you introduce yourself. Okay, thank you so much, Courtney. Uh, my name is Mike Brennan-Stool, and I am the president and CEO of Dort Artisan Cheese Company. Uh, in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin, in beautiful uh, Door County. And um, so we're just glad to be here today. Well, thanks again for being here. I'm, I'm glad we could we could make this work. Talk to us about how you came to be in the cheese business to begin with. Well, it's, uh, it's fairly simple. Like I uh, tell most uh, guests and people that ask me that question, that uh, I was actually forced into it by birth. So... <laughs> Um, it's kind of funny to say it that way, but I come from a family of uh, some cheesemakers from central Wisconsin, and I grew up in a small town and worked in a tiny, tiny little cheese factory going back some 47 years, and uh, so that was kind of the start uh, of the, uh, the, the business for me. I decided to follow suit with my relatives and, and basically have had a a professional career my entire life has been involved in cheese manufacturing. So uh, I've worked in uh, numerous different uh, corporate companies, um, large, very large companies, and some small specialty cheese companies. So I have a pretty diverse background in uh, cheese making, and it's pretty much been all uh, entrenched in uh, my time here in Wisconsin. Oh, really? Wow. So Wisconsin the whole time. That's that's interesting. Um, talk to us about the various parts of the business, because it was not just a, a one, one-trick one pony when I went in. Yeah. Um, Dora Artisan Cheese was a uh, an idea uh, that I came up with um, as I got to be uh, later in my career. Uh, I wanted uh, to pursue doing this venture um a lot of pre-planning it took a lot of uh a lot of time before the actual construction and development to uh to manufacture to build a a cheese plant that could 
produce many varieties of artisan cheese and have a, uh, a complementary uh, market, uh, high-end uh, cheese market, deli, if you will, uh, to go along with it. And the, uh, the market uh, next to that is the restaurant called Glacier Ledge, which is a uh, international uh, cutting-edge type restaurant with cheese-forward recipes, and uh, we do a lot of neat stuff with small plates, tapas-style uh, foods, and um, foods uh, recipes from all over the world. So yeah, it, it uh, you know it's just something that's kind of become my passion, and it's what I wanted to do to end my career is to uh, to, to develop this business. Wow! And am I remembering right that you built the building as well? Yes. Yeah, the building was uh, built from ground up. I actually designed the, the raw structure and the layout of the building myself. Certainly, I didn't have an art. I had an architect uh, and general contractor, but the overall layout and the flow design of the, the building was designed by myself. And, um, you know, and we, we selected a piece of real estate that really fits with uh, where we wanted to be and... Uh, um, you know, uh, for all of the things that we wanted to accomplish through the whole facility. Okay. Uh, you know, it, as I'm, as I was there and seeing the place and listening to you now, it just keeps striking me that any one of those things could have been a business unto itself, the restaurant or the, you know, the high-end deli, the cheese-making facility. Combining all of them is so ambitious. Uh, why did you, why did you want to take on such a big endeavor at this point? Well, I think it goes back to you know the, uh, the passion and idea, the concept of what we wanted to be. I had owned a uh, a specialty cheese company, and, and we were just focused on manufacturing. And really, um, Door Artisan Cheese is uh, is about making world class cheeses. But it, it's more than just making a quality cheese. We want, I wanted to do something to give back to the industry that I so cherish. And so we have designed the building to make these world-class cheeses and, and have guests come up and work with them and talk to them to educate them on really the history of cheesemaking in Wisconsin and really uh, the day in the life of what a cheesemaker would go through. So there's a lot of interactive Type things going on. You can actually view the cheese making up close and personal. And uh, really, realistically, you can uh, talk live with a cheesemaker while he's actually making a vat of cheese. We have theatrical mics on our cheesemakers, so they take all the questions and, and uh, it becomes a real nice exchange of information from our uh, cheesemakers to our guests to help them better understand what we go through in order to make these beautiful cheeses. So we have that, and then, you know, we wanted to do something in terms of a restaurant. The restaurant kind of evolved from more of a, a, a breakfast small cafe into a fine uh, casual uh, fine dining restaurant. And uh, so that part actually kind of evolved after we started the process. And we were fortunate enough to land a uh, great chef from Southern California. And, uh, you know, it's, it's more than just their ability. They, the team has to function.
together. And uh, he shared a lot of the same passions about his cooking and uh, meal preparation as what I did. So uh, there's a cultural fit um, with that side of the business, and I couldn't be more happy with uh, Lawrence uh, Hutchinson as our um, executive chef. So that's all kind of part of the experience, Courtney. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, we don't want people to just run into the store and grab a pound of cheese and, and head out to the next place. We want this to be a destination where people can come in and then they see, you know, what we have to offer. We offer about 18 of our own cheeses now, a whole wide variety. And we also have probably a 100 other types of cheese from all over the world. So there's a good chance that, you know, if you have a certain type of cheese that you want to pick up, you can get it in our market along with some Italian um, cured meats and prosciuttos and uh, Spanish Serrano Lomo and a lot of different salamis. So we, we offer a little bit of those finer things as we go through. So it's just a nice experience for the guests, and they can spend easily one to two hours here. I, I can imagine. I certainly wanted to stay longer than we did. And, and just to kind of give a visual for our listeners about um, about being able to watch the cheesemakers, there are these big windows, these huge open windows, and you can just stand there in the shop and watch them um, making the cheese. And, and I'm a freak for behind-the-scenes things and factory things and how do they make that kind of stuff. And I couldn't get enough of that. That was amazing. And the fact that you can talk to them and ask them questions and they don't mind answering was great. I thought I thought that was just wonderful to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I, I I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, and you touched on it a little bit, is if you could talk about what's the deal with Wisconsin and cheese? What what is the history and why we associate Wisconsin with cheese? Well, you know, when the immigrants came over to New York, the cheese making first started over there, but it didn't take long, and uh, the migration of uh, you know, the, the German uh, and Swiss people in the 1860s, 1870s uh, found that Wisconsin was actually a perfect climate to uh, to raise cattle and have cows, and the ground was fertile enough and uh, and a good good uh, location to produce uh, good quality milk. So uh, Wisconsin just slowly grew from the late 1870s to, you know, by the early 1900s, uh, 1920s, that's when we really became the dairy state. And, um, you know, in the 1917, you know, there was 2,800 cheese factories in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now we're looking at we're down to 200, but, you know, there's still a lot more milk being processed. Uh, by the big, big, big uh, cheese companies. But the artisan and um, specialty cheese industry is really thriving in Wisconsin. And a lot of that's due to the fact of our experienced cheesemakers that have been here for, um, you know, generations. And uh, so there's a lot of creativity that goes on with the cheeses that come out of Wisconsin. It's evidenced by the American Cheese Society and, you know, different things like that. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, I, I feel proud that I can 
call myself a lifelong cheesemaker in Wisconsin. This career has uh, really blessed me. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I just get so excited to be able to talk about our history, and I'm certainly old enough to remember, you know, what things kind of used to be like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a, a fairly decent historian on uh, the cheese making and the cheese types, so that helps uh, as well. See, I, I knew you were the right guy to talk to. I just knew it. <laughs> um, so let's talk cheese a little bit more. It, it, I mean, cheese is something that's so familiar to all of us, but, I mean, what is it really? What, what are the ingredients? What is what is happening when one makes cheese? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, to be honest with you, it's fairly straightforward. Um, most, uh, almost all cheeses, certainly have to have a medium of some type of milk, whether it's cow's milk, goat's milk, sheep's milk, uh, water buffalo even in some cases. So, you know, you're starting with a liquid milk product, and almost all cheeses and cheesemakers use uh, a culture, an acid-producing uh, bacteria of some sort that they add to the, uh, the milk, and that's called starter. And you hear a cheesemaker talk about starter. Well, really, all those are is this microscopic uh, um, bacteria that uh, convert lactose into lactic acid. And that's really um, the whole course of um, controlling that last uh, acid development. And then uh, the end result is cheese. Now, there's colors added. There's also enzymes and flavor adjuncts that can be added. And uh, there's probably, you know, 500 different kinds of bacteria that can be used. Uh, Parmesan uses a different uh, set of bacteria than a cheddar. Uh, or a gouda is, uh, a gouda is, uh, uses a different set of cultures. So, um, and all of those cultures and how you uh, work the cheese or uh, how you handle that cheese uh, gives you ultimately that different flavor profile and texture that makes that cheese unique. So uh, we as cheesemakers, you know, we, uh, over our experience, get accustomed to these, these certain bacteria that we like to use, and, and we come up with a uh, uh, kind of a cocktail combination. Each, each one of us would like to, as cheesemakers, would like to tell you that we're the best cheesemaker that's out there, but... I would I would say that we're none of us is really ever the best, but sometimes you know we're the we're the most unique, and uh, and there there are cheesemakers that are somewhat more innovative than others. Hmm. So you get the cheese, and some of it some of it is uh, we haven't talked too much about cave aging, which is a big deal here at our facility. And that whole that actually uh, that process of cave aging is a whole new, adds a whole new dimension to um, what a flavor of a cheese can become. And, and there's uh, certainly uh, like Parmigiano-Reggiano and, and some of these cheeses over in Italy and France, you know, they've been aging cheese in caves for years. And But it's had a revival in the United States. And when I built the facility, I, I wanted to cave age most of my cheeses. So we actually built three caves down in our second level of our, our building. And uh, that process in itself is like cheese making called affinage. And uh, 
you know, that uh, what we do down there uh, equally helps create the unique cheese flavor profile that we want to get. And uh, you know, while we're talking about the cheese cave, you, um, yours was beautiful. I've never been in one, um, but it was just beautiful, and the walls were stone. Um, can you talk a little bit about how, how and why you built built it that way? Yeah. Initially, the plan was to have natural uh, limestone walls down in our, our uh, lower level. Um, we did have some regulatory issues that we had to deal with, so we decided to uh, create a superstructure. And then we actually, uh, in order to create that uh, nice cave environment, we actually uh, purchased some old-fashioned Door County field stones. The uh, common thing to do is in the spring, the farmers, before they start working the, the crops in the fields, they have to pick up all these big stones that pop up out of the ground at, through the winter. And uh, so I bought this uh, all these stones, and I had them uh, cut in half, and then we actually cemented those stones into um, a, a big hallway, if you will, and uh, created a real nice, welcoming environment when you when you tour our store and see the cheese making. You can tour the caves. We, we do guest tours. And when the elevator opens up on the lower level, we get a lot of oohs and ahs <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's very, very uh, inviting and beautiful to, to see the stonework down that hallway. And then down the hallway, we have these giant uh, windows where you can see, you know, all of these different kinds of cheese, some 18 different varieties aging in three different uh, caves that we have. So, And then we do narratives on the cheese. I, uh, I, I tell a story for every one of the cheeses that I make. There's a story behind it. And uh, so we kind of go through the history of that. And a lot of these cheeses, again, they, they reflect the history of my career. It's really the culmination of my career when I talk about my cheeses because... Each one of those were special to me at some point in time during this last 47 years. Hmm. I love that. It's so, it's so much more than just something we eat. Um, that's that's wonderful. And I, I had said to you when we first got on the phone, I believe everybody has a story, and it's very interesting to hear that every cheese has a story, too. Um, so speaking of, of you and cheese, do you make some of the cheese yourself, personally? Yeah, I, I have been. I do get in the, the cheese factory. Uh, you know, we've been open as a business for a year and a half. And in the beginning of uh, the, the development of the company, I was in the cheese factory every day, fine-tuning recipes and working with our other cheese makers. And any time that we develop a new cheese... Um, I'm uh, forward right out in the factory going through that process with our cheese makers. So I have a hand in uh, almost all of the recipes of the cheeses that we make. And, uh, you know, I, uh, for me, that's the, if I had to do one thing and just do it, I would like to be next to a cheese vat making a vat of cheese. Mm-hmm. That's really my purest form of, 
of passion for me is to be able to do that. So that's where I have my fun. Hmm. And along the way, you know, I've been blessed too, or we've, I've been fortunate to win quite a few awards for the quality of the cheeses that I make. And I don't know if I had mentioned to you, um, but we had entered uh, two cheeses uh, into the World Cheese Contest in March, and our KVH cheddar uh, took a gold medal as the best KVH cheese in the world. Wow. And Yeah, and I don't know if you were aware of that. And then uh, we also entered in our cheese, uh, our version of a mild Asiago, which is a, a whole milk Italian cheese. Uh, we entered that in, we took a bronze medal um, in that category, and that was uh, equally um, uh, as impressive to me because uh, that was a very uh, large category with some a lot of cheesemakers from uh, Italy that had been making that style of cheese for hundreds of years. And, you know, our little cheese plant in Door County <laughs> came away with a, a third-place medal, so we were, we were ecstatic about that. That's wonderful. Well, congratulations. That's great. No, thank you. That's thank great. you. So when when I, I know probably a lot of cheesemakers learned by apprenticeship, but is there such a thing as a formal education in cheesemaking? And if so, what's that called? Yeah, you know, um, at, at University in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, Madison, um, you would uh, you could enter into a program to. Um, uh, get into uh, food uh, science, food science degree. Part of that you can focus your energy on is into dairy manufacturing or cheese manufacturing as a as a part of that. So you get a food science degree. So you have to go through and understand a lot of microbiology. Certainly the you know the physical components and how milk works and controlling quality and things like that. Now uh, I learned my trade from my brother-in-law. And who was the, the head of that small, tiny little cheese plant where I grew up at the time? And, uh, and of course, you go on and you you, uh, you learn things, you take classes, you go through that. And I actually entered into a master's program, a master cheesemaker program through the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And I received my master's uh, probably about six years ago. And uh, and, and, and my focus at that time was making blue and gorgonzola cheeses, but they make it pretty well-rounded. So, and with my experience, I made a lot of Italian cheeses in my career, and I, uh, I have a, an affection for making gouda. Um, and uh, so we make some really nice goudas. And uh, so I think uh, uh, leading into, you know, my team, uh, I have a certain specialty focus on the cheeses I make, but my main um, person who really uh, drives the daily day-to-day cheese making, his name is Jim Demeter, and he's a fourth-generation cheesemaker, mm. and his family specialized in white mold, camembert, and brie, and they did a lot of Swiss and Munster cheese, so... Um, so we have a, a very diverse group of people for our small little tiny cheese plant. We've got probably a hundred years of practical cheese making experience. Every time you walk in the door and you're going to make a vat of cheese, you know, there's 
there's a lot of history history to reflect back on. That's really wonderful. I, I love the lineage of it. Um, you touched on this a little bit, but let's um, let's talk about it again. What what types of cheeses do you make on site? And are there others that you sell that are made elsewhere, or, or is everything only at your shop? Um, yeah, we, we're up to about 18 different varieties of cheese. And I think one thing that really makes our small artisan cheese plant unique because of our experience level is that we make a very diverse group. A lot of small artisan cheesemakers focus on one type of cheese, maybe a Gouda or maybe they do a cabbage cheddar, or maybe they're trying to do a, a you know, a, a wash rind cheese, and then they just they just stay with that. We actually make uh, a cabbage English cheddars. We make uh, two different kinds of gouda. Uh, we make a full line of hard-type Italian, Parmesan, Romano, Asiago. We make a Swedish Fontina. Jim, my main cheesemaker, just came up with a creamy Swiss that is to die for, and it's like a baby Swiss with huge Emmental-sized uh, eyes. And uh, so, I mean, we're always kind of trying to come up with new ideas, and certainly we do the traditional cheddar and Monterey Jack, and and um, but we also try to be real uh, kind of off the beaten path. I developed a raclette cheese last fall. And that cheese has taken off tremendously. And raclette is one of my favorite cheeses of all time. And uh, so we've been making raclette. And there's there's a few companies in the United States that make that. But that is quite a unique cheese. So And there's going to be more to come. There's going to be a lot more to come. And so we have ours. And then, you know, we, we can't make and be everything to everybody. Now, we offer about 100 other different styles of cheese from companies all across Wisconsin, the United States, and even in Europe. We'll bring in we'll bring in a triple cream brie from France, a Denise de Bonillon, um, and you know, we have some Mobay and you know, we have the we have a lot of different uh, cheeses. We'll get in a Parmigiano Reggiano and uh, I like to bring in some imported blue cheeses as well. So we've got a you know, we've got a nice blend of cheeses that I think satisfy the masses. I don't think anybody can come in and say, I couldn't find a cheese I didn't like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, And that's the whole purpose. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that anybody would come in and, and not find something they, they liked. Even if they you didn't have exactly what they wanted, I'm sure they'd, they'd leave with plenty, plenty of other things. <laughs> Um, so yeah. well, why is Door County, Wisconsin, such a good place for your business, in, in including your physical location, too? Well, I think that's a good question. Um, you know, I I've, uh, certainly have grown up in central Wisconsin, but I've raised my family for the most part over the last 30 years in the uh, northeastern Wisconsin and the Green Bay area. My wife and I have always spent time up in Door County, uh, and uh, during the summer season, you know, it is a beautiful place to travel as a, as a tourist location, so we do get a lot of visitors that come up into Door County, so when 
when I wanted to uh, build this business and do this business, I wanted to be able to reach out to uh, as many people as I could. Um, and by doing it in a location such as Door County, uh, with all of the travelers that come from all over the United States, we are able to engage with those people and uh, help them better understand our history as cheesemakers in Wisconsin, the quality of the cheese that we do, and even just to understand the, the, the basics of what a cheesemaker has to go through in order to create this this beautiful food item that everybody loves. So that was why we chose Door County is because we can we get a lot of, of masses of people that come up from all over and many of which really don't have an understanding of how cheese making takes place. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you know, I'm I'm really glad you brought up all the visitors because one thing that really struck me when I was there, among so many other things, was that it would be a great place to come in and gather some picnic makings. Um, you know, you don't have to be a resident who then takes takes everything home and uses it for a meal later on. You can grab some cheese and cured meats and drinks and crackers and whatnot and, and go have a picnic somewhere. And Door County is just so beautiful. There are a million places to be able to enjoy a picnic. Um, so that it is equally a place for visitors just passing through as much as the residents there. Um, is, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know and readers to know that I haven't thought to ask you? No, I think, you know, you've done a, a very good job. I do thank you for having me on. I think, uh, you know, if, if people want to find out more information, certainly um, social media is the route to go. They can follow us on Facebook. We have a beautiful website uh, for both our, our cheese company as well as our restaurant. And, uh, you know, we're going to begin doing some um, mail-order shipping of our cheeses. And uh, um, so that is all coming down, you know, down the road here in the, in the near future. So um, it's just been a pleasure um, talking with you this morning. Well, thank, thank you so much. I, I know I've learned a lot, even, even though I had met you and had heard some of this before. It's, it's just... So interesting. It's so interesting what you've done, and it's such a beautiful place. And I, I highly encourage our listeners and Real Food Traveler readers to, to go to Door County anyway, because it's an amazing place, but definitely to make a stop at Door Artisan Cheese, um, because it's certainly a destination in itself. So thank you again, Mike, for your time today, and I hope all of our readers come in and talk to you and take a little tour and if they do please let mike know that you heard about it on realfoodtraveler.com so thanks again mike thank you